Welcome to the reboot. Good afternoon. The date is May 19th, 2018, and we are live at MHUB for the second annual Gray Matter Experience Pitch Black Competition. Six young entrepreneurs presented business concepts this afternoon for a chance to take home $20,000 in seed funding. In just a moment, we will find out who that lucky group of entrepreneurs will be. Congratulations to everyone who participated in this. You guys uh, show great confidence and passion for what you do. And you have the chance to be something significant, every one of you. So really, thank you so much. Give yourselves a And so although we have an order in which we're announcing you folks, I think you are equally as powerful in terms of what you can accomplish from an entrepreneurial standpoint and from the standpoint of social impact. You truly have considered human design and everything that you've put forth today, and uh, thank you for that. So it gives us real hope. Uh, so we're going to announce uh, number six right now is Shy Chic. You guys come?
Absolute black.
So after all this hard work yes. and the build up to this moment, <laughs> what are your thoughts on today's outcome? I am elated with how things ended. We really got a lot of great community support. I think the students were very happy with um, you know their presentations and how they did. I'm very happy with what they did, and I'm just glad more people got to see the work that we're doing. So I am I'm through the moon. I'm excited. And what are your expectations of, it was food for thought, food for thought. Yes, yes. Um, so they're going to go through the incubator program, so we'll really be able to kind of help them get a handle on how they're going to execute their business strategy. So I am very excited about helping them tackle the problem of food deserts across Chicago and really bringing this idea to life because they've been very excited about it. So I'm actually excited that they won first because they were a group that didn't know how they were going to pull it off. And so I'm glad that the audience saw and the judges saw the value in what they're doing. So I'm expecting them to, to bring it. Awesome. And what's next for Gray Matter now that the, the yeah. Pitch Black competition is over? Yes, yeah, so we have a couple things in the works. Um, we will do our summer incubator that starts the week of June 25th. So we'll work with anywhere from six to ten of them, uh, bringing those businesses to life. In addition to that, we will start a summer program with After School Matters um, the week of July 9th through Simeon High School. So any high school students that are interested in getting paid to learn about entrepreneurship can go through that. And then we will start recruiting again in the fall um, to for the next program that starts in the spring. And um, additionally, we do in-school programming as well in the fall. So okay. lots on the table. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And how should people find out more about Gray Matter? Yes, please visit our website. It's www.graymatter.com. That's gray with an A. And then on all social media, we're at Gray Matter EXP. Again, that's gray with an A. Thank you so much. Thank you. We just wrapped up the second annual Gray Matter Experience Pitch Black Competition. I am sitting with Stephen Philpott, Hello. one of the judges today Hi. for the competition. How are you? <laughs> We're, we, I am great. So um, it's been a while since we've spoken on the show, not in person. On the show, we were just at the thing. We were just at the hashtag IE. Inclusive Summit. Entrepreneurship <laughs> Summit, IES, or IE it's IE Summit. Hashtag IE Summit. Produced by World Business Chicago and Chicago Next and the Blackstone Foundation yes. in partnership with the uh, city of Chicago. So how are you feeling about that? I know that um, the team, C518, was part of a video to highlight the work of... Mr. Philpot. <laughs> yeah. So besides the video, what are your, your thoughts on what's next and it, as it relates to the challenge? So the, um, the Blackstone Inclusive Entrepreneurship Challenge was an experiment or is an experiment featuring the work of eight organizations of which Colony 5 is one. Uh, roughly a million dollars was split across those eight organizations at different levels to show how they can produce entrepreneurial activity and impact that would change our neighborhoods and include our people, um, people of color, the Smurfs, Trolls, Rainbow Bright, people of color. And so um, this is the first <laughs> year, <laughs> this is the first year uh, of this. And uh, so this was to culminate, this was the culminating event. Okay. And it, it, the, the two things were, the folks that have the organizations, the charitable organizations in Chicago, like Chase and Blackstone and MacArthur, the heads of those organizations were there um, to engage in discussion about our 
process, our movement, our method. Uh, and so the videos help tell that story within the context of here is how these types of organizations, the MacArthur Organization, uh, Chase, Blackstone, fund initiatives that build out entrepreneurs. So how do I feel about it? I thought it was the first time in my 16 years of doing this type of social tech impact work where um, there was a real discussion. It seemed, you were there, it seemed like a, a real discussion, not just by black people, for black people, and not just with white people, about black people. It was a conversation between the two markets or two uh, demographics that really discussed what we're doing, which is, hey, nobody else is going to put businesses in places like the south side or the west sides of Chicago or in areas like parts of Cleveland, parts of Oakland, except for us. But given the barriers, systemic barriers that have been there for the past, well, some time, um, it's harder for us to get there. And two, that the, the visible representation of those neighborhoods is not necessarily the result of the people in those neighborhoods. It's failed mission statement coming from the liberal person who doesn't necessarily live in those neighborhoods, does not have an association with those cultures, who has put together a technocratic approach that just hasn't worked for 40 years. So now, what, do, what are we going to do? And so this meeting the other day where we talked about um, it's always great to have a hackathon where you're giving some kids or some entrepreneur $1,000 as a winner. What's the long tail that really makes them an impactful business in the community? So, you know, we, we had a discussion, a panel discussion with the head of MacArthur Foundation on stage, the head of Chase Philanthropy on stage, and a bunch of other folks. So I feel pretty good that the conversation is happening. We can't, have, we can't have advancement of the people without having common communication structure. We have to be on the same alphabet. We have to have the same uh, vernacular. And we have to have the same respect for the value we bring to the table. And I think this is the first time in decades where we're seeing black entrepreneurs or people of color, the trolls, the smurfs, all those other people, all of us. If you can't tell, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> Steve is not a fan of the, the phrase people of color. Of so color. We, but that, another show, yeah. another time, another show that we so can I'm go saying. into that. So people of color, um, and what, what I did appreciate about the conversations, if we don't want to use the phrase people of color, is that this was a conversation that did focus specifically on what it means and what the experience of the black entrepreneur looks like. So that was finally given yeah. a, a voice at I agree. this event. I agree. Um, a few of us were clapping under the table. <laughs> <laughs> Surely. <laughs> and trying to, you know, con contain um, ourselves. And the, 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 the interviews, some of the interviews, Justice Informed, uh, yes. that was solid. This was not a certainly not a bitch session. This was mm -hmm. really getting a lot on the table. I, I can't say that I held back when when Kelsey from Justice Informed called me. When we got done, I actually apologized because I caught myself and I thought, <laughs> wow, where did that all come from? <laughs> she, she said the same thing. She said it's been like, you know, this is. So she's had to interview like 35 entrepreneurs mm -hmm. from the eight different organizations plus the eight organizations. And she said that some of the stuff she's heard, it's great for a movie. You can make a movie off the experience she's had. Oh and no one's ever had this conversation with people. 
Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to see what is done with that information and what's up next for Colony 5 as a result. I, and I, I really, really am truly looking forward to, to building. Um, I know Ahe, um, AKA Geek Empowered, has sent me multiple text messages. We both were text messaging each other about how pumped we are. <laughs> Oh really? That was <laughs> yeah, something. Or were after that event. So, so we were. Uh, so the the model for the videos, the the brand videos that introduced the organization that was part of the, that is part of the Blackstone Challenge. That model was we interview the organi- the the producer would interview the head of the organization, and then they would interview one, maybe two entrepreneurs. And we got what probably ninety percent of our entrepreneurs. In the video, right, which really strengthened our message. And I thought that was pretty cool. Well, I was happy about that. Thank you for letting me be a part of that project. Well, I appreciate it. Part and parcel. Our success is our success. Yes. So there we go. So now, today, you were a judge for the Gray Matter Experience Pitch Black Competition. Mm -hmm. So today, six companies were presenting. For an opportunity to receive, was it twenty thousand dollars of seed funding? Um, so there are varied levels of funding they got. Everyone walked away with at least a thousand dollars, and I think the top team got another thousand. No, every individual, not the team, every individual, and each of those teams had, you know, some of them had four or five people on the team. Each of them got a thousand dollars easily. That was not easily. They put in the work to get it. Um, there was six teams. The top team got additional dollars, additional pro bono services. The ones that, of the top three teams that choose to go into the incubator, they get an additional, and I can't think of the amount, but a lot of money, a ton of money. So when we thought, when we were doing the, uh, the actual judging in the room, sitting down to deliberate, it was really hard because we wanted that money to turn into impact. We didn't just want to give money to someone because we thought well this is a feel good play or this will make the entrepreneur and their team feel good about participating we want to see them create and deploy some impact into the neighborhood through this concept they came up with over the you know six months ago which that brings up a good point of um, what we spoke to Brittany about just a moment ago so it's funny that that is what the judging was based on, was about the sustainability and the future. So what we did ask Brittany earlier is what her expectation is of the winner of today's competition. So I'll ask the same of you. Like now that you have identified a winner, even though everybody's going home a winner because mm-hmm. nobody's going home empty-handed, but now that I believe it was Food for Thought Aquaponics, mm-hmm. they were... Um, Given the crown mm-hmm. as today's winner, That's right. what are your expectations of food for thought aquaponics? And by the way, I felt like that one lone juror in, uh, what, what, it wasn't Mississippi Burning, was it? No. It was, um, I, can think I can't, yeah, I'm the one lone, <laughs> I, I totally felt that the food for uh, thought aquaponics business model would be less interesting as an economic development play. Okay. Not economic development, but as, as a truly sustainable business play than my, my counterparts in here, but we all had good arguments as to why that was a pretty good play. And, and it came down to, we like the team. Everyone had a good premise, but the team was solid in, in being able to take advantage of what that market was going to do. 
and then market will support their growth into distressed urban areas. And it was kind of a no-brainer. Um, the second place, who was second place today? K- Kids Going Out. Kids Going Out is the other way around. It has a really solid business model. The numbers are attractive and, uh, you know, venture capitalists talk about invest in relationships, invest in what you know, people you know, and things like that. The kid looks like, you know, he could be my nephew, the entrepreneur. And surely, uh, if I'm looking at the pro forma, the financials, it's a great play. And if I'm looking at him, it's a great play. I, I think that's, he's done well. He's got a track record. This isn't just a concept. The only issue, real issue we had as you know, potential investors is what is the secret sauce that is. So, so KGL, the short version is that KGL uh, produces events for youth and does them where there's no violence involved. It's always a good time and all that stuff. So what is the secret sauce that makes that happen? Because the one time that you do have an event and there, there's you know, an issue uh, that plays against your brand, if you can't define what truly happened, what happens to keep it from happening and what happened to make an incident happen, that, that's kind of a, a brand risk. Uh, but the dollar, the ROI was really there, so that was easy. And, and who was three? I don't know who three was. Why would you do that to me? That's oh, what, and that's why Brittany kept her notes. Number three. Number three was um, very easily to the. Um, Chicago. Made in, not made in Chicago. Oh, Chicago made based. Chicago based. Chicago based was a, a, youth, a youth based network of creatives yes. um, for uh, youth. And you know what? There's no reason for me to have forgotten their name because they are very much doing what. I'm similar to what I'm doing, so they're creating a pipeline and a resource for young creatives mm-hmm. in tech. And here I am trying to, not trying to, but I am creating a pipeline and resource for social entrepreneurs and civic tech. Mm-hmm. So I, they were actually one of my favorites. It's so, a good model. Um, Chicago-based, my apologies for forgetting <laughs> your business name. But and I, we, we thought they could pull off their model, though. Yes, we could, absolutely. They had the passion. It's a really good process. They, they are the market experts. They're, yes. they're reaching out to their affinity group. And um, uh, the youth market is larger than just black. Mm-hmm. So they had the opportunity. They have the opportunity to... Uh, generate revenues from outside of the community to help the community in the long run just based on their, uh, you know, ability to put youth, creative youth to work. Well, I am, I'm really, really proud of what I did see and of Brittany for all the hard work. Brittany Robbins, big up. Yes, Brittany, thank you. You're you're doing the work that needs to be done. Mm -hmm. So um, we will put up more information about each company on civictechcollective.org and as you heard from Brittany a few moments earlier you can visit graymatter.com for more information about what's coming up next for the Gray Matter experience Gray, she, oh no I think graymatterexperience.com so for more information about what's coming up next for Gray Matter you can visit graymatterexperience.com It was good stuff. She did a great job. Human-centered design, technological probability, economic sustainability, scalability was a possibility for all those companies. And in fact, five years ago when folks would do these types of events, 
entrepreneurs from our neighborhood were slanted by the mainstream to develop businesses or business theory that focused on what to do when you got out of jail or why aren't more kids learning to paint or, you know, these things weren't sustainable. This was both impactful and sustainable, so I'm, I'm really impressed. It re, rejuvenated my spirit that is, that's for what nice. we do. Yeah, you know. Absolutely. It's a tough well, job. As always, Mr. Philpott, thank you for joining me. Anytime, ma'am. Anytime, ma'am. We just want to be gentlemen here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Um, we will check back in with you again soon.